Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's talk some college football with our guy Ken Barkley now, Lockie Lockerson. You hear him every single night, Monday through Friday and Sundays with Nick Costos on You Better You Bet. He joins us on the Roman guest line. Ken, how are you doing tonight? First off, thanks for uh, sticking around since you just wrapped up your own four-hour show. Yeah, three to seven was uh, that was a good window tonight. Uh, Nick Ashew filling in for for Nick Costa, so Nick for Nick made it a lot easier on on people like me who just I get to say the same first name over and over again. But this is my uh, this is my first time I think with the full crew, right? It's the, is the it? three. I, I was gonna so. say three wow. man weave, but like two man one woman weave, I guess would be what it's called. But I, I guess yes. the full crew. The two man, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Quentin was in Mexico the last time you were on, I want to say. Oh, man. Oh, Sorry oh. I missed you, Ken. Oh, well, hola. Hopefully, hopefully had some good, uh, some good beverages and had some good times down there. Hopefully, that was, a good, that was a good trip for you. I think yeah. about it every time. Actually, I haven't stopped thinking about it since, the, since I came back. <laughs> wait, so I, wait till it's like 10 degrees colder, too, man, and right. darker. Like yeah. the, the Wizards oh. in Mexico. That's, yes. all that's my dream. Yeah. So Ken, my I felt dream. Like, right. like last week in college football was finally the week where everything came together and everything <clears throat> ended up working out, you know, despite a couple, you know, there was a couple, like, totals that I was off on. But everything kind of worked out. North Carolina was one of my favorite bets, and it wasn't looking good. They uh, rally from a 19-point deficit in the fourth quarter. There's six-and-a-half-point dogs now uh, traveling to take on Pitt, and I love Pitt in this spot. Now, it's juice minus 115. That number seems off. It also seems like crazy overreaction for some reason, and I don't really know why the number's there with Carolina coming off that win um, against Wake Forest, who was unbeaten. But what are you thinking about this number in this game, if anything at all? Uh, well, so first of all, I have to point out that I really like that question because if you guys were paying attention, that question was basically like, Look how much I won, and look how smart oh I am. Oh my God! Like, I literally just texted Q. I think Ryan was just grandstanding about how how good his picks were on. Well, that. no, I was excited well, we about five star plays. I, I was excited. I was excited yeah. about Carolina. Tell the world because yeah, I thought that yeah. that pick was dead. I mean, they were down 19 points to Wake Forest, right. who was doing whatever they wanted. I just thought it was crazy that they went from being favored against Wake Forest, where they closed as two and a half point favorites. Now they're six and a half point dogs against Pitt. That just doesn't really make a whole oh, lot yeah. of sense. I mean, I mean, do you even want my opinion on the game, or you want to talk about the other games that you want? No, 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 no. Give me your opinion on this one. Ken, do you want to be on this show with us? But I don't know. I also won a lot of money in college football last weekend. Maybe I shouldn't be on the show with you. I, I, I mean, I disagree with you on this game. Just to be honest. So just I, I, my number for this game is less than what we see in the market, which is like you mentioned, six and a half with a total of seventy-three. I actually have two bets on this game, so. I like North Carolina, but I'm I'm really holding out hope for a seven. It appeared for a little bit yesterday with Carolina in this game. Um, I, I think part of this is just being shaped by previous results this season, and sometimes that can actually be a big mistake. We think about when the wheels start falling off a little bit for teams late in the year that had low expectations. So Iowa, right, gets off to this incredible start. Once the wheels start falling off for Iowa, they start not covering games. They start losing outright as a dog or as a favorite, rather, um, starts to happen. I think it's possible we see something like that with Michigan State as we go forward into this season. They're a big favorite against Maryland on Saturday. So the teams who we kind of built up that maybe we shouldn't have built up, once they kind of start coming back to earth a little bit, I think a really good time to play against them. Before the year, this number would have been, I mean, honestly, Carolina by more than a touchdown probably, so a two-touchdown flip based on how the teams have played. I think it's a little bit too much. Um, I do like Carolina in the game. I like the under a little bit, but it is a obviously a sky-high number for a good reason. Like you mentioned last week against Wake Forest, 
teams went up and down the field, they combined for like 120 points. I get it that the total's high. I just think it should be more like 70, 71 instead of 73. So holding out hope for a Carolina 7, I would bet 6.5 if it was available. And I guess I, I feel bad now. I'm, I'm against you after like your greatest Saturday of all time. It's okay. I don't, feel, I don't feel good about laying the touchdown with Pitt, but I'm going to do it regardless. Uh, Oklahoma, Ken, has been, I, I guess we could call it, uh, gently walking a tight wire. Um, hmm. Feels like they should have lost a few games this season so far. Uh, do you think that their luck runs out at Baylor this weekend? I think the Bears are right now five-and-a-half-point dogs, plus 180 on the money line. Um, what are your thoughts on Oklahoma finally catching an L? I, I think it can happen. So I totally agree with you that they're, they're a team that's been, you know, kind of vulnerable this season. I mean, when you almost lose to Kansas, then you like lose all kind of credibility to say you're a super team, right? Like you just can't do that. And we can't really take you seriously. Once that happens, I think you catch a tough break in this game from a betting standpoint, because Baylor was in like a classic situation last week where they played TCU. TCU had just fired their coach the market went crazy and favored Baylor by a lot in that game. And they lost and they had a, an extremely bad performance in that game. So when I say you caught a bad break because Baylor's coming out of that game, like I think you would actually get such a better number to play them here. And now you don't, because now we're all kind of like the, the balloon is deflated a little right. bit on Baylor. So now it's under a touchdown. Like, could, you know, could you maybe have gotten like a, like an interesting number. It just it's the market doesn't set up the right way because of how Baylor come out came out of that game, unfortunately. So I, I don't think this is a game that I would have a bet on. I think with Oklahoma going forward, the interesting thing is going to be in terms of the playoff. And I, you know, maybe we'll get into some of this. Maybe we won't. The really interesting with the playoff this year is you just want to not be in Georgia's semifinal. Right. Basically, that's going to be like the goal, right? So your path to to betting a team to win the title that is not Georgia is trying to figure out who the other semifinal is going to be. Even if you play Alabama, because I happen to think they're really vulnerable this year, don't be in Georgia's semifinal. Like, wait for them to play a game. They play the semi. Maybe you get some injury luck, whatever. And then you get them in the final when they will have the weight of all expectations and, you know, kind of a team that's choked in a big spot a lot of times historically. So I think that's like kind of like your path to finding a valuable bet. So the funny thing about Oklahoma is even though people don't like them very much, they're they're very likely to be in the second semifinal if they went out and win the Big 12. It's actually like, I think we would actually really likely see Oregon as the four probably against Georgia if things kind of shake out right. And Ohio State runs the table and Oklahoma runs the table. They play each other, probably would be my guess. So I actually don't mind Oklahoma to win it all. But now the prices, you kind of have to shop around. I like 16 and 20. Sometimes it's 12 to 1. So this week, no real opinion on the game. Obviously, you know, you need them to win if you want them to win the Big 12 and go to the playoff. But kind of an interesting team just because of how the playoff bracket would shake out, basically. You talk about the playoffs, and we had a spirited conversation last night uh, about okay. Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati, I think Ryan believes Cincinnati could get in and cue. I think and, they could get in. I just and, don't want to see and, it. And I kind of, <laughs> Ryan, Q and I both think that the, uh, <laughs> that the playoff committee believes that really that nobody wants to see that game. And from a profit perspective, they won't want to put them in. It's that UCF syndrome. What do you think about Cincinnati? Do you think that anyone besides us betters and people who are hardcore football fans even would watch that game, travel to that game, uh, or even like bet on that game? So it's, it's a really good question because there's like a lot contained in it. You have the football aspect, the betting aspect, fairness, I guess would be the right way to put all the other stuff and like whatever that means. Um, I think the, the sort of the, the harsh truth is the playoff system, the college football playoff system is, is not set up with teams like Cincinnati in mind. It's not created so that they can play in it. It's designed so that they don't make it um, because at, at any moment, 
any team like Cincinnati, whether it's a team like like them this year, the old Boise State teams, if they had found themselves in this situation, uh, the same argument would be used to exclude them, which is the schedule that they play. And the problem is Cincinnati can't do anything about that. So if that's true, then the system is designed so that Cincinnati cannot make it. Um, it's a completely unfair system, and it's the one we have, and we have to kind of just understand that that's what's happening. So, like, don't bet Cincinnati before the year. Don't bet teams like them before the year to make the playoff or win the title because, like, the system is not designed with them in mind. Um, should they make it? They have they have a path to make it. It's just an incredibly kind of Armageddon scenario that has to play out because the thing that hurts Cincinnati the most is there are teams behind them that would all jump them if even, like, the teams above them lose games, yeah. right? So, like, Ohio State loses. Okay, well, it kind of matters who they lose to because whoever they lose to, they still play Michigan State. They still play Michigan. Either of those teams jump Cincinnati if they win that game. Oklahoma sits there lurking kind of behind them. Everyone on earth understands that if Oklahoma, despite being ranked eighth, if they win out, they, they, they make the semifinal, and Cincinnati does not because now Oklahoma will be a conference champion, and we'll start to use that criteria to nitpick what Cincinnati has done so far this year. So it's just – the system isn't designed with them in mind. So they're going to be excluded unless a very specific scenario plays out. So they have a path, but it's like everyone losing, like everyone losing, like everyone has to have two losses. The conference champions have to be bad. The PAC 12 has to blow up big 10 teams all have to beat each other multiple times. So that can happen. Like we've had crazy seasons play out before. I mean, Kansas state almost won a national title 20 years ago, like crazy things have happened in college football, but that's what would be required um, for them to make it. And in terms of what we would we like to watch it, I'll be honest, like, we've had terrible semifinal games every year in the college football playoff, regardless of who has made it, whether it's Clemson, whether it's Ohio State, whether it's – I mean, Oklahoma, like, I'm tired of them losing by multiple touchdowns. Like, yeah. it's just actually – it's obnoxious at this point, right? And I hope it doesn't happen this year. So, okay, like, you know, I would like to watch them just like I would have liked to watch Alabama-Washington, which was, like, one of the worst semifinal games, like, yeah. we ever had. Like, Michigan yeah. State made the playoffs. Yeah. So, if we're going to watch those teams, like, sure, I'll watch Cincinnati just like I think we all would. Ken, um, I would love to say I couldn't have said it better myself, but that would be a lie. Because last night, everything yeah. that you said, it was in my mind, but while that came out, I was like, I don't really want to watch that, Ryan. It's not going to work. <laughs> you just got mad. So, yeah, I just started yeah, yelling like, oh, F that. This yeah. is not happening. I'm, Cincinnati's not a blue blood. Uh, shut up. Um, but anyway, moving on. Uh, Texas A&M plays Ole Miss, and uh, Daddy has an over on the uh, win total for Mississippi. So we kind of need them to beat uh, Ole, uh, excuse me, Texas A&M. Uh, they're three-point dogs in this one. And back in my day... Ole Miss totals used to be like 112 points. And now... Even three weeks ago. Even then, back in my day, yeah. I'm like 24, so that was literally like three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, now like they're down Halloween. to 55. Right. They can't score any points. Um, what's going on here? How do you play this game? I would like to take Ole Miss to cover three, but I just don't know what that team is right Cal now. In, t- in Texas, they can run the ball. I mean, this just two teams that, you know, we look at A&M, they started off fast and they went through a law, and now they're back. How are you feeling on this game? And uh, how do you feel about the total as well? I want to lean the over, but maybe that I'm just a creature of habit. Uh, I would lean the over in the game. So 55 and a half, I think it's still the number in the market. Uh, 56 yep. and a half now at a bunch of places. So, I mean, basically we've had very little movement. The, the action we've had uh, has been on the over. If I had to bet the total, I would agree with you. I think I'm like 58 in the game. Yep. So, you know, definitely like, I, I agree. I'm definitely not on the opposite side. Let's put it that way. Anytime Ole Miss plays anybody, I don't think I'm going to be on the opposite side of that total. I don't think I'm going to play any unders in Ole Miss games ever, right. basically, as long as Lane Kiffin's still there. In terms of the side, I think I, a really specific approach here. It looks like the market kind of is interested in A&M so far in terms of the movement. I think it's, this is a wait as long as possible and play Ole Miss game based on the market movement that we could see. So current number, two and a half, not interested. This seems like the type of game where I think you could get not even just three, but like three even on Ole Miss, like no juice, maybe a three and a half for cheap. Um, seems like where the market's going. If we got those numbers, 
I would definitely be interested in that. So I think kind of agree with you, but I think this might be a game to kind of wait on and then maybe you get a little better number late in the week. Uh, Ken, we only got about uh, 60 seconds here. What are your favorite games this weekend? Oh, man, some really contrarian <laughs> kind of garbage teams, to be honest. Uh, Washington suspended their coach for a game because he shoved his own player. I think we all saw that news story. Yeah. And as a result of that, no one wants to bet them in this game against Arizona State with a fill-in coach on the sideline. Jimmy and Lee. I do because Arizona State like also quit, and they're a five-and-a-half-point road favorite in this game. Um, I'm gonna, this is a wait-as-long-as-possible game, too. Washington, plus the points, I actually think they're going to win this game outright. Stanford, same approach. They're probably going to start a freshman quarterback on the road at Oregon State. Wait as long as possible, probably gets the two touchdowns if that happens, play Stanford. Um, and then maybe a little contrarian, I like Ohio State at a big number against Purdue. I know Purdue's beaten all the kind of giant killer stuff, Iowa, Michigan State, but I like Ohio State at 20 in that game too. Nice. Thanks a lot, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, good luck Ken. this weekend, Thank except you, for with uh, North Carolina. I hope hats. you lose by 40. <laughs> I hope you have just as good of a week this week, Ryan, as you did last week. <laughs> except for, except for that one. Good luck, man. <laughs> Ken Barkley on the Roman guest line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL.